0: Bye. <smart noise> hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout women's lives so hormone harmony isn't just for menopause any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it but it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold hot flashes and night sweats racing thoughts and low moods poor sleep and feeling tired all the time For a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code CHAT at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code CHAT for 15% off today. Hi, welcome back to Therapy Chat. Today's episode is going to be a solo episode, just me talking. I wanted to catch up with you and share some information about what's been going on lately. To start off today's episode, I wanted to share with you two very short poems by a poet whose work I greatly admire. The poet's name is Nayira Wahid, and she has a published book of poetry called Salt, which is just incredible. I'm not sure if both of these poems come from Salt. I have the book, but there's so many poems in it. And when I was referencing for this episode, I could not put my hands on the book. It's at my office. But um, one of them I got from her Instagram page and one I know is in Salt. And she has many poems which deeply resonate with me. But the first one I think I've shared on therapy chat before goes like this and I said to my body softly, "I want to be your friend." It took a long breath and replied, "I have been waiting my whole life for this." and this second quote from Nayara Wahid I'm not sure if it's from salt but I got it from her Instagram feed which is at Nayara Wahid it goes, be softer with you. You are a breathing thing, a memory to someone, a home to a life. I just think that's a beautiful, both of those are beautiful reminders that we disregard our bodies as if they're not important or they're only important for how they look on the outside. But our body is what carries us through life. And I feel like I've gotten much better at respecting my body and being grateful for my health but also thinking that I can neglect my my body's health and it won't come back to haunt me and I'm learning that that's not the case so that's what I wanted to talk about today some of you may have seen on social media that I've been talking about slowing down and needing to get back to focusing on self-care. Of course, self-care is a common theme here on Therapy Chat, and you've probably heard many episodes where I talk about self-care, including just last week when I talked with Lainey Smith. Lainey and I were talking about creating white space and You know, she kind of talked about being forced to slow down in her life and to reevaluate how she wanted to spend her time because of some issues that had come up for her because of the pace that she was keeping. And now I'm in that boat too. You know, it's funny because not that much has really changed, but uh, my body is telling me that. If I keep working so much without putting in more break time and more time for contemplative practices and stillness and being in nature and gentle movement and meditation and creativity and play and the things that nourish me, that my body is saying, I'm not going to keep working for you if you don't start doing a better job of taking care of me. And I've kind of known this for a while. I mean, I talk about self-care all the time with my clients and and with you here on Therapy Chat, and I also see the effects of chronic stress on the people who sit with me in my office day in and day out. More and more, I'm seeing people talking about pain issues, autoimmune disorders, and fatigue. And, you know, burnout shows up in a lot of different ways. The effects are emotional and physical. So I have been experiencing some effects of having my adrenals be pretty run down and the symptoms weren't really severe enough for me to take them very seriously. But my holistic practitioners I work with were warning me that I needed to really attend to what my body was telling me. But since my body was Letting me know in ways that weren't obvious and definitely kind of outside of what Western medicine would typically pick up as a problem. I didn't really think there was an urgent need to take action. So, my acupuncturist mentioned to me recently it's kind of ironic that she brought this up just a couple months ago. She said, when the universe is trying to tell you something. It starts out as a whisper. And then next you hear a normal speaking voice. And then there's a yell. And next, next your doorbell rings. And then there's banging on the door. And finally a brick is thrown through the window. In other words, You can ignore your symptoms and ignore your symptoms, but they are not going to get quieter. It's just the same as emotional symptoms, as we always talk about here on Therapy Chat. You can't ignore emotional symptoms and expect them to go away. They do what a child does when you ignore their demand for attention. You know, they start out, you know, fussing and maybe saying, Mommy, mommy, and pulling on you a little bit, but it turns into it gets louder and louder the more you don't check what that child needs and take care of it. So I've been having some symptoms of having my adrenals be getting depleted. You know, the whole idea of having a lot of stress in your life. Ever since childhood, you know, chronic stress leads to high levels of adrenaline and cortisol in your body. You've heard about this so many times on therapy chat. We've talked about how this impacts long-term health. Gabor Mate talked about it. Kyle Davies talked about it. I've talked about it. The ACEs study talks about it. It's not new information. <laughs> and people who have high levels of chronic stress tend to somehow experience certainly mental health effects throughout the lifespan, but often physical effects as well. And it's not necessarily connected together, but there are many chronic illnesses that are common in people who have had childhood trauma. So my body was showing signs of depleted adrenals through weight gain, exhaustion, And, or should I say fatigue, I wouldn't call it exhaustion, but I'm really good at just keeping on going even when I'm really tired. And I also consider myself someone who puts a lot of time into rest, relaxation, recovery. I take a lot of time off, but when I am working, I work really hard. And when I am working is much of the time, most of the time. And part of being a therapist Is, you know, the work you do is it involves thinking. (laughs) And you can think about your work a lot when you're not actually working. You know, it just comes into your mind as you're learning about something, you know, and you're thinking about, oh, this client has that same situation. Hmm, I wonder how I could approach that differently next time I meet with them or I want to share this information with them. So You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But when your body is saying you need to take a break and you're ignoring it, it doesn't just stop telling you that. Eventually, it's going to say, All right, I'm going to make you not be able to work anymore. I'm going to force you to take a break. And I see this happen with people quite often. So, again, there's no reason for myself to think that I would be any different. So, I started having some bigger symptoms that I couldn't ignore It made me realize that the the fatigue that I've been dealing with and kind of just, you know, sort of thinking was normal is um, something that I really need to pay attention to. And, you know, weight gain is more than, obviously it's more than how your body appears, but, you know, it starts to make you feel more tired as well because you're, you know, you're pulling more weight around with you with every step you take. Therapist, we've all had that moment. You wake up in the middle of the night. Oh my gosh, did I do my notes? Well, you don't have to worry about that anymore when you use therapy notes. Therapy notes makes it easy to write your notes, get them done quickly, but thoroughly. And don't forget, go to TherapyNotes.com and use promo code CHAT to get two free months. The Institute for Creative Mindfulness is the EMDR therapy training brainchild of Dr. Jamie Marriage, a clinician and author who's on a mission to confront stigma around mental health, trauma, and dissociation. The Institute, informed by Jamie's work, teaches a somatic, expressive, bottom-up approach to EMDR therapy that does not treat dissociation like a dirty word. ICM empowers their students to navigate dissociation as a normal response to trauma and stress when it shows up. Dr. Jamie Marich is out and proud on various levels about her own recovery and is a strong believer in the healing capacities of EMDR therapy and helping our clients to heal from the impact of trauma. I and two of my team members have been trained by the Institute for Creative Mindfulness directly with Jamie. And I was impressed with how dissociation really was treated as just a normal aspect of trauma therapy work, which it is. Both Jamie and the consultants were matter of fact about if and when dissociation arises, it's okay. it's normal. And here's how you can help the client. In that situation, the Institute for Creative Mindfulness is offering a coupon code to save 15% off any program offered by ICM. This includes their EMDR therapy basic training programs and a wide variety of their home study, advanced topics, and other CE offerings. Go to Institute for Creative Mindfulness.com and use promo code 15Off for listeners. There's a link in the show notes. You can copy the promo code and Use the link right there in the show notes to make it easy. We all know that small actions can make a big difference in our lives. I know for me, I can be in a terrible mood, go out somewhere and see a stranger, make eye contact and just smile at them and find suddenly I feel good. Whether it's practicing mindfulness a few minutes each day, movement practices, small actions can have big benefits like how taking care of your gut can support whole body health. SEEDS DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic, benefits your gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. Your body is an ecosystem and great health starts in the gut. Your gut is a central hub for various pathways through the body and a healthy gut microbiome means benefits for digestion, skin health, heart health, our immune systems, and more. Trust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com living and use code 25living to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com living code 25living. So, I have kind of taken up a new approach to addressing this these symptoms that are beginning to be far beyond a whisper. Definitely more either the doorbell or someone's banging on my door to tell me to pause, pay attention, attend to what's needed, what help attend to what my body needs. And so what my holistic practitioners are telling me to do, it's pretty counterintuitive instead of, you know, getting to the gym and working out harder, which is what, you know, I've always done when I need to get my body back to health in terms of healthy weight. They say, move every day, walk, do yoga, do meditation, gentle exercise daily And rest more and just listen to your body. So in addition to taking several supplements that I hope will help with the symptoms, which they're not so severe that they interfere with me being able to work, which is probably I'm certainly I'm grateful for that. But, you know, it's a mixed blessing because then I can, (laughs) you know, I'm not forced to take a break. So I'm going to try a different way be more gentle with myself. And I'm taking breaks throughout the day. I'm going to yoga more frequently and I'm practicing the restorative types of yoga, like yin yoga, body balance yoga, yoga nidra, kundalini, not power yoga. Not that there's anything wrong with power yoga, but you know, the whole thing is to be gentle and help my body heal, not Go high impact. I hope I'll be able to get back to my regular type of working out soon because while I love yoga, I also love kickboxing and boot camp type stuff and Zumba. Probably doing Zumba might be okay. I haven't tried, just maybe like go easy on the jumping. But um, another thing I'm doing is building breaks into my daily schedule. So I'm still seeing the same number of clients that I have been seeing, but. I'm taking a lunch break every single day and I'm eating a very well-balanced lunch and being sure to eat breakfast. And I'm going to bed earlier. That seemed like something that would be really hard to do, but I really started doing that right away when these symptoms got severe enough to make them impossible for me to ignore. And, um, You know, I've been getting at least eight hours of sleep every night and that sure feels great. I think before I was averaging about six and I thought that was okay. But, uh, you know, I also know that eight is better, (laughs) eight or more. I've been meditating more often and I'm trying to use Muse, which is like a, an assistive meditative thing that I have that helps make it more routine. But it's still tricky to keep up with it all. So my conversations with Laney and with Robin Brickell recently really kind of tied right in with exactly what's happening for, with me. And it's funny that when I was talking with them, as much as I valued our conversations and I, you know, I felt very deeply that what they were talking about was valuable. There was some kind of a disconnect between really taking it in for myself. And so, you know, maybe that's why my body said, Hey, you big hypocrite, <laughs> you know, you're not practicing what you preach here. You better start getting serious. So I'm getting serious. And I wanted to share this with you because everything I experience that I learn from informs the way I practice. And you know, I hope that the lessons that I'm learning about myself maybe give you something to consider. You might be like, this is boring. This is not what I want to hear about on Therapy Chat. So if that's the case, I hope you will enjoy my next episode more, but I'll be keeping you posted on how this is going. I hope that I will be reporting that I'll be feeling a lot better soon. If any of you are dealing with similar issues, I know you you get what I'm saying. You know, I feel a lot of responsibility to put out a podcast for you every week and I try to make really good content and I want to keep that going. So I have some Really cool episodes coming up for you. In fact, tomorrow I'm going to be going down to DC to meet up with Kyle Davies, the author of The Intelligent Body. You know, he and I talked back, oh my gosh, it's already been a year ago. In October last year, we talked, and his book is about. Chronic illness and chronic pain and its connection to emotion. You know, I really value what he's doing and I can't wait to talk to him tomorrow because we're going to do another podcast episode. We're going to record live. Well, we're going to record it in person in DC and I'll publish it soon. And it seems like there's like a gap in putting together the information on holistic approaches to addressing adrenal fatigue, and other somatic concerns. You know, there are so many uh, emotional issues that show up in body symptoms, and the symptoms are real illnesses, and there is a significant role that emotions play in, I guess you could say, exacerbating or lessening those symptoms. And that is what Kyle does is he does coaching focused on, you know, it's kind of, I guess it's somewhat energy healing. He can tell us more about it when I talk with him tomorrow, because now I'm going to want to get a little deeper into it now that it's my own (laughs) body that I'm thinking of. But you can listen to our interview in episode 110 from last year, where we, he talks about his work and the connection between emotion and the body and symptoms and how you can heal. So that's something that I'm looking forward to bringing to you in a few weeks. But I was going to say that there's like these symptoms like adrenal fatigue, other health symptoms that are addressed with holistic practices and fibromyalgia. There are many, many things I'm not going to name. I don't know which ones exactly are caused, you know, by emotional symptoms. I know that fibromyalgia does tend to have a link with trauma. So there's, you know, these, these types of illnesses, which aren't really well addressed in Western medicine until the symptoms reach a certain point. And sometimes then the symptoms are treated, but not the underlying cause. And then you have, so you have these illnesses, you have the nutrition work, you have the emotion work, and then you have kind of the body of research around, around trauma and its impact on these illnesses. But I don't see those things all being put together in one place. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's just too many things to be in one, one book or one approach to treatment. But obviously, you know, when you're talking about emotion, trauma is the cause of many emotional symptoms as well. So I'm looking forward to digging into that more with Kyle and another fabulous interview that I'm going to be bringing to you next week. Oh my goodness. Last Friday. I talked with Deb Dana, the author of The Polyvagal Theory in Therapy. She is just lovely. And we had a beautiful conversation about kind of a small introduction to polyvagal theory and how it can be brought into psychotherapy. I have found polyvagal theory to be interesting, but very confusing to understand and so, I'm grateful that I got the opportunity to talk with Deb and break this down. Her book is wonderful. And I think that you're going to be really curious about it once you hear our interview, which is coming out next week on November 15th. And the week of Thanksgiving, we will have a replay episode. And then. In December, I'll most likely do a couple of listener participation episodes, sharing with you some questions that listeners have sent in and my answers, and then we'll take some time off around mid-December till probably early January to regroup. I'll replay some episodes that I think you may have missed, some of the older ones, you know people start listening now and there's over 150 episodes. They don't necessarily go back and listen to all of the old ones, but there are some real gems in there in the early conversations back when this podcast was called the Baltimore Annapolis Psychotherapy Podcast. So that's what's been going on. And I would love to hear from you if you have any experiences to share about dealing with a chronic illness and what you may have found helpful or what you wish was available or even you know questions about what direction to turn for more information i may share those in a future episode if you contact me via speakpipe on the therapy chat podcast website so that's it for now thank you so much as always for listening to therapy chat I am doing this for you and I'm grateful that you are there listening and learning and contributing and supporting and I will be talking with you soon. Take care. Try Therapy Notes, the number one rated electronic health record system available today. Trauma Therapist Network is a website to learn about trauma and how it shows up in our lives and to find a trauma therapist. Go to traumatherapistnetwork.com to find a trauma therapist near you today. Just another reminder that if you'd like to become a member of Therapy Chat, Supporting the podcast while receiving fund member perks and being able to communicate with me one-on-one, go to patreon.com slash therapy chat. If every subscriber donated just $1 per month, Therapy Chat would be able to keep going strong indefinitely. Thanks so much for your support. Thank you for listening to Therapy Chat with your host, Laura Reagan, LCSWC. For more information, please visit therapychatpodcast.com.